Hello and welcome back to You've Got Mahi. It's just me today. I know we had a few really fun weeks with Zeri and with Hana. Honestly, Hana will be back in a more permanent capacity soon. She doesn't know this, but I'm her older sister, so I can tell her when and where to be. But it's been so fun to have people on and I know you guys really enjoyed it. So thank you for telling me so. It's just me today. So we're just going back to basics and we're going to kind of pick up where we left off in the last episode in terms of extremely strong opinions about Miles Teller and Austin Butler, but just like transferring them to other people and other things, but just as strongly. I've been trying to decide, we're going to talk about the summer I turned pretty and how amazing it is, but I'm trying to decide if I want to do like my quick rants about other things first and come back to the summer I turned pretty or do it vice versa, but I think I'm going to get like worked up about other people first. I just have one question for the people. Has there ever been a decision that Justin Timberlake has made that has been the right decision? I just really don't think that there has. He has gotten absolutely roasted on like TikTok and social media for posting this heinous video of him dancing and everyone has been like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe my eyeballs had to see it. And he like jokingly responded an apology, but I'm like, stop, like stop doing the absolute most and the worst things. Like he can't just, we've like, we let you stay famous and not get canceled after Britney. So just honestly, leave us alone. Do us all a favor and leave us alone. He clearly, Han and I talk about this at length. He clearly is just one of those people that cannot make the right decision. And I, every time I'm like, oh my God. And Jessica Biel posted today. So when you guys hear this a few days ago, a picture, like a throwback photo of him, Justin, Justin and Jessica together in Paris. And she was like, oh my God, like France is so cute. And they have women's rights. Like obviously America is absolutely fucked and there are no women's rights. And Justin just commented, I love you. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, that's simply not the answer when we are talking about rights, women's rights, reproductive health rights, all of this. You just simply, I, I never, I want him to silently go away. And he also recently sold his entire music catalog, which I'm like, mm, trouble in paradise? What's going on? That's exactly what Taylor Swift has been fighting to get back into her power. So there's definitely some sort of issue happening there. And I'm like, it was, he sold for like millions of dollars. I'm like, what did you need it for? Okay, so that's number one on celebrity men. And as you guys know, and I've said this briefly, but we'll get into a larger Taylor thing eventually. But uh, my new vow for at end of 2021 into 2022 has been that I will no longer shit talk a female celebrity, only male celebrities. So buckle up. Sorry. Sorry, Justin Timberlake. Secondly, I know I chatted with some of you guys on Instagram about this, but obviously we hate Chris Pratt. He's the least of the Chris's. He doesn't even really register as a Chris in my mind, but he's like all over the place because he's like married to Katherine Schwarzenegger and he's in a bunch of things for better or for worse or for worse rather. He's in a bunch of things, including Guardians of the Galaxy, aka Marvel and just a bunch of other shit. And so he's been doing press and I'm like, 
absolutely disturbed. Anytime I see an Instagram post with him or anything, I'm like, I don't want to hear about you. And it's always something like where someone thought he did something offensive and he has to like reset or explain the narrative. And I'm like, oh, Chris, it's just getting too fucking exhausting. And he was on Billy Eichner's show, Billy on the Street, where he just like Billy Eichner runs up to people and like asks them things. When someone was like, he ran up, Billy and Chris Pratt ran up to someone and they were like, oh my God, man, like, how do you feel being in the presence of like the most famous Chris? And it's just extremely disturbing to me that anyone could ever even utter those words in relation to Chris Pratt. He, whatever, wherever he got famous from, Parks and Rec or whatever, I wanted him to stay there. Stay in like the t-shirt style, button down shirt, whatever that's called in men's clothing. And honestly, stay there he is not a love interest he is not cute and i find him to be problematic but okay that's it for the annoying things i'm sorry i really just had to say that and i'm recording this on my own so i can say whatever i want but justin timberlake and chris pratt mm, sorry they're gone but here's the thing that's been happening that has taken the world by storm which i know you guys have all noticed nina dobrev sean white Zoe Deutsch and Jimmy Tatro have been on a non-stop vacation together. They were in like Greece and Italy and Dubai and France and all this stuff and like all the places where there were like F1 races and all this stuff. And I get it. They're celebrities, brands and leagues and things like that will send them places to like be hot and post photos. But I'm just so curious. I'm like, were the four of you guys friends? Like Nina and Sean are together. Jimmy and Zoe are together. But are the four of you guys friends? They have been on weeks, weeks. They were in Europe and then they got on like a Emirates flight or something to Dubai and posted all about that. And I'm like, of course, you got to get the money where you can get it. I would post for airlines too. It's fine. But I just need to get to the bottom of this of like how they all became friends and nobody's explaining it. And if anybody knows, like, were any of them in something together that's now connecting dots? And, like, is Jimmy Tatro just, like, freaking out because he's hanging out with, like, the most famous snowboarder of all time? People love Vampire Diaries. Is Zoe Deutsch obsessed with that? But I love Zoe Deutsch on her own accord. I have so many questions. I'm all for it, and I support it. And they just are so beautiful, bopping around in the most gorgeous outfits. But I have so many questions. I also have a note here (laughs) that says... Hana, I know there are a lot of hot guys and epic moments, but is there anything as hot as Jess in season two of Gilmore Girls? I was re-watching and I actually had that thought and I stopped and I wrote it down because I really was thinking about if there's been a hotter like entrance of a love interest character than Jess just bad out of hell showing up in season two of Gilmore Girls. I thought about Ryan Atwood appearing in the OC, I really did. Like, for the people who like Chad Michael Murray, people like his entrance in One Tree Hill. I hate him. But those are different. Like, they appear in the pilot and then they're crucial to the show. They had a whole season of Gilmore Girls and Jess just shows up so gorgeous, like a bat out of hell. And I just, that's, I, there are no further thoughts, but I wrote it down and I wanted to share it with you guys. So there's that. Here's where we're going to spend the majority of our time. And it's talking about The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is a book series written by Jenny Han, who also wrote the To All the Boys book series. And it has now been made into a series on 
Prime Video. And here's the thing. The books came out when I was truly a teen tween age, like when everyone was reading, you know, the Click series and all of that. And the book absolutely never crossed my radar. And all my friends now are like, yeah, I remember when it came out or like I read it or whatever. And I'm deeply upset that I was robbed of this because I think that my swoony little you know, daydreamy kid brain would have absolutely devoured these books. And also all I would do, my mom used to be like, you have to, you can't just like sit around in public and read books. Like we would like go places and I would just find somewhere to sit and read. And I was always in a Barnes and Noble. So I have no idea how these didn't cross my radar, but they cross my radar now as the show, you know, not in the form of the book, but that's fine. And it is truly, truly, truly the sweetest series ever. If you, I mean, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you pretty much like the same more or less taste that I do which is like rom-com stuff and YA but either way you guys just have to watch it it is the cutest series ever it is riddled in Taylor Swift songs the entire soundtrack is basically my Spotify aka like a 16 year old Spotify but it's riddled with Taylor Swift songs like honestly easily like four in each episode there is a pivotal moment that false god plays false god from lover and I don't even really love that song and now it's just on a loop uh the way I loved you Taylor's version is in the season finale cruel summer this love Taylor's version there is Olivia Rodrigo songs Billie Eilish it's literally anything I would listen to and everything that's happening in pop music that aside it's the cutest series ever but I'm kind of gonna get into spoilers because it's been out for a couple weeks so we're gonna spoil it okay so the show is about two moms that are best friends and they bring their kids to this like what I can only assume is like a Massachusetts beach house every summer and one of the moms has two kids named Stephen and Belly and then the other mom has two sons named Conrad and Jeremiah and Belly is the youngest of all of them I spent weeks you guys trying to figure out like how these kids ages make sense and so I think what happened is Belly is like 15 turning 16 gonna be a junior Jeremiah who's one of the other brothers and Stephen who's Belly's brother the two of them are in the middle they're gonna be seniors and then the older brother Conrad that's the one that Belly has been in love with since she was a kid is like in theory gonna be a freshman in college if this is not true please tell me or don't but I think it has to be um so they all show up to their summer beach house and Belly's like you know Conrad has always been my crush like you get it you've all had the one family friend or not whatever but they show up to this beach house and she's like pining after him the first four episodes are a little slow and she kind of hangs out with this other guy and you know when you don't like actually like someone but it's fine then it really picks up she like drops this other kid and she almost has a kiss with Conrad and he's like no I'm tormented like I'm going through so much and I can't do this and she's like why are you brooding like every show this is literally back to Gilmore Girls Rory's like Jess just say your feelings and he's like I can't but but it's like the sweetest like push and pull almost like forbidden romance thing and it's so perfect and you know I won't well I say what happens who knows and then all of a sudden out of nowhere the other brother once he once the other brother realizes that Conrad who's the one that she actually loves 
um, is sort of like interested in Belly, Jeremiah, the other one's like, you know what? I'm going to decide to have a crush on her. And here's where I had questions. For the first four episodes, like you don't really learn that much about Conrad, but like we're kind of used to that with guy characters that are just like the brooding guy. You're like, I have no idea what's wrong with them, but they're so hot and sad and mysterious and have like that middle part, like 2000s, like e-boy haircut. And so you're kind of like, okay, like we don't really know much about Conrad. All we know is that she's in love with him and we'll take it. But then the other brother decides to like her like five episodes in and I'm just confused. They absolutely, they have, there's like no stolen glances between the other brother and her. You have no reason to believe that he actually likes her in this way. They're best friends. Like he acts like it. But when he proclaimed his love for her, I genuinely... I texted my sister because at this point I was watching it alone because we weren't together. I texted Hana and I was like, no offense. Like, I absolutely did not see this coming because they did not lay the tracks for me at all. And I'm surprised. Like, I have no reason to believe he actually cares because I was given no reason to believe that he actually has a crush on her. And so now it's like two brothers, but like they're silently fighting for her. And like, surprise, surprise, she ends up picking the one she had a crush on the whole time because the brooding bad boy always wins unless he like goes to jail but um yeah honestly it's so sweet and everyone must watch and it's like a cute like beach town vibe show so everything's so pretty and the other thing is just it really stays true to Jenny Han's writing style because in the same way that Lara Jean Covey sort of like vaguely narrates to all the boys like it's not super consistent but like she narrates it enough times throughout each movie um that sort of structure stays in this one too where the belly character like will jump in at different points and sort of like narrate her feelings and what's happening and it's such a cute little like connective through line between the author's books um but they already got renewed for season two before season one even came out thank god they knew i was absolutely hanging on the line and needing something like this and it really delivered i think that when I'm like really pumped and excited for a show and like waiting for it, like something like conversations with friends, I'll then watch it and I'm like, ugh, like didn't really live up to it. And like it it didn't, honestly. Like I just think that show was not supposed to be a series, but whatever. But honestly, the summer I turned pretty, I was like vaguely aware that it was coming out and then it just dropped and I was like, perfect, I'll sit. And so I think I kind of ruined things when I hype it up for myself. But um, the crazy thing also about the show is that a bunch of songs from Taylor's re-records were uh, used in the soundtrack and this love Taylor's version from 1989 was used for the trailer and it was like you know specifically just released for this and all of Taylor's songs now are recharting so like False God, Cruel Summer The Way I Loved You Taylor's version This Love Taylor's version are all recharting from the show and yes is it because I just have the soundtrack on a loop? oops yeah but I literally just go to the soundtrack and then I just skip through those songs and like the super rich kids Frank Ocean song and that's it and I skip over all of them but that is what's happening with that show and it's basically all I've seen in the last two weeks because I've seen it two times through now and when I'm not watching that I am absolutely watching Gilmore Girls um on a loop actually that's a lie because Southern Charm came back last week and you guys, if you thought I was pumped on Summer House early on in the podcast, just watch watch Southern Charm. Southern Charm is my OG favorite Bravo show. They had they filmed a season like 
before COVID started and then they had to like shut down filming and then they did a little bit of filming in like peak COVID. So they had a season that came out in 2020 and then it was just like absolutely crickets for two years. We didn't even know if they were filming. A bunch of the people were on Summer House and like other Bravo shows. So it was unclear if they were even coming back. And then about a month ago, Bravo just released like the cast photo and was like June 20, whatever, Southern Charm coming back. And it is truly the comfort that I need. The second episode came out last night, so I have to watch it. So I've only seen the season premiere as of now. And it is exactly what I need, you guys. These people are absolutely wild. They make no sense. The best part about Southern Charm is that there's like a mix of the like kind of weird, creepy, like old money Charleston families. And then like Craig and Austin, who like if you know them are like not old money, they just like show up and get drunk and like wear trucker hats all the time. And normally this would be absolutely so off brand for me and I would find it so, so repulsive. But I think the same part of me that likes Sam Hunt likes southern charm also hannah and my dad and i my mom would have gone but she was sick and it was really sad but we went to a sam hunt concert at truly the most hellish place on earth which is the delmar fairgrounds but we went to a sam hunt concert and i have no judgment i truly believe no one should be ashamed of what they like and there's no such thing as guilty pleasures but i will just say sam hunt's the only country music artist that i listen to and i have decided that he is sam hunt is country Chris Evans and I say this as a Chris Evans stan and as someone who Chris Evans is number one on my Chris list and I was just staring at him from a very far away because the racetracks have the weirdest venue but I was just staring at him and I was like you are if Chris Evans was not from Boston like you are if Chris Evans was not preppy New England it would be you and all I'm curious about is if Sam Hunt's wife and baby are on the road with him because if you'll recall from the first you've got mahi episode we recorded right around the time that his wife filed for divorce and in the same day because like they needed to put in the paperwork uh she had announced that she was pregnant and so in the same day that all came out and this was already after like several breakups and getting back togethers for them because they've you know he just keeps you know drinking and and cheating as as they do but they'd already gone back together and broken up so many times and then they got married. So we're like, okay, it'll stick. And then they announced their divorce and that she was pregnant the same day. And then they got back together and then she had the baby and he went on tour. So I'm not saying something bad's gonna happen, but men on tour, who knows? So if I was Hannah Lee, I would be absolutely on the tour bus, Hawkeye. I'd be like, you're not drinking that solo cup on stage better have water in it and all of your shows will end before 11 and we'll be on the road to the next city and that's literally all you're gonna do on tour um but he was so amazing and hana listens to way more country music than i do but sam hunt wise we are absolutely on the same page okay guys that is my absolute rant for today there were several times that i was like you have to talk slower because sometimes when i listen back to these podcasts i text alex and i say did you put me on like 1.5x or 2x speed and he says no that's just how you talk so i hope that's okay with you guys and honestly go watch the summer i turned pretty it'll make this really really crazy world a little better for like a seven episode period of your time all right thanks guys love you bye